We're going to turn to God's Word now, Romans chapter 5. We're going to have uh, quite a chunky Bible reading today, and it's a big passage. It's a very important Bible passage, has a bearing on all sorts of things. Um, I'm going to read uh, Romans 5, 12 to 21. And children, what I want you to do as I read this passage is I want you to listen out for the word one. Okay? Can you say one? One. Brilliant. That's the word you're looking out for. O, n, e. Primary school teachers probably say I've got the phonics wrong there. But anyway, uh, O, n, e, one. Okay? So that's, that's what we're looking out for. Uh, let me read this uh, and then we'll take a look at it. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command as Adam did, who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. But the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's a big Bible passage, isn't it? You know, kids, the most important question anyone can ask you is this. This is the most important question anyone can ask you. The question is this. Where are you? Okay? That's the question this morning. Where are you? That's what we're going to think about. And I'll show you why this is um, the, the most uh, important question in the world. Um, so kids, what word did I ask you to listen out for in the Bible reading? Can anyone remember? What was the one word that I asked you to listen out for? Go on. One, that's right. Do you want to come and hold this? By, by the end of today, we're all going to be stood at the front. So... Um, just get ready for that, folks. Um, right, so, so one, that's right, wasn't it? That word came up again and again and again in our Bible passage, the, the one. And, and what was the, right in verse 12 there, what's the one? Is it a car? Is it a bus? Is it a helicopter? What's the one in verse 12? Go on. One man. Do you want to come and hold something? Yeah? Come and hold this. So one man, that's right. 
So we got one man. And can anyone tell me what the one man's name uh, is? And it's there in verse 14. Um, What's the one man's name? The first one man. (laughs) Go on. Oh, is that an answer? No, that's something else. Administrative something going on. No. Go on. Adam. Yeah, do you come on all? Yep, right. So Adam. So that so we've got this one man, Adam. Alright? Come over here. That's it. Now, through Adam, go you tell you what, can you go that way? Because there's gonna be about twenty of us up here by the end of it. Um so this one man Adam, and through him in verse twelve, we're told that sin entered the world. Now, kids, you know about that, don't you? You know from Sunday school and creche about uh, Adam and Eve in the garden, right? And they disobeyed God, didn't they? They got it wrong, and they sinned against God. You know about that. And what do we say sin is? We know this, don't we? Come on, we practice this so much. What is sin? What is it? It's when we say, "Shove off, God." I'm. In charge, yeah, well done. And no to your ways. That's right, can we do it all together? We're all going to do it, all right? So, you ready? So, shove off God, I'm in charge, no to your ways. Now, as we did that, I noticed about 30 people didn't do it. So, we're going to do it again, all right? So, you ready? And if you disobey me, but anyway. um, so, (laughs) So, shove off God, I'm in charge, no to your ways and that's sin who wants to come and hold the sin thing here go on come and hold the sin thing so this is all over here at the moment we're all in this corner working our way around tech and and wires and all sorts there so sin right that's right Uh, and what you find as you go on in the bible story is actually we're all over here with adam aren't we our bible passage today says all sinned who's going to come and hold this one andy albury come on down well done well volunteered (laughs) Yeah, I, I thought that, I, I, I caught that little, that little look. Um, uh, all sin, that's right. Now, the other week in Romans 3, similar thing, wasn't it? All have sinned, right? Just in case. We, so who's going to come and call, uh, lift the cliff? Thank you for volunteering. <laughs> um, so all have sinned, that's right. Romans 3, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> yeah, you better go. <laughs> and, and we've fallen short of the glory of God. So who's going to come and hold? Oh, we've got kids yet. Do you want to come and hold this? Brilliant, that's cannily got me over here which is where I need to be so I can see my notes so we've fallen short of the glory of God and um, Bible passage doesn't say this but it's true from the rest of the Bible we're in Adam right so you're in Adam so go over there because you're in Adam and um, uh, uh, that means that we're sinners um, who's gonna come do you want yeah so we're sinners that's what our Bible passage tells us today isn't it we're sinners and actually it's not just one of us is in Adam we're all in Adam so who else is in Adam Sharon's in Adam as well that's not technically true but um, we'll come to that in just a moment and who else is in Adam go on Hetty yep we're all so that's where we all are whoa so that's quite a big picture isn't it Uh, one man Adam he sinned and through him all have sinned and we're all in Adam and so we've all sinned and we do all sin uh, and we've fallen short of the glory of God and we're stuck over there and over here you see sin is king Who's going to hold that? Yeah, <laughs> go on. So sin is king, right? Over, over that way, over there. That's right, over there, sin uh, is king. And, hmm, interesting. And, and, you know, the Bible tells us, doesn't it, Romans uh, 3, uh, 23, I think, doesn't it? It says that the wages of sin is death. 
the wages of sin is death. Because we're all in Adam and because we've sinned against God, the wages, the consequences for that is death, physical death and spiritual death. We're cut off from God and that's where we are over there and over there we are stuck Uh, Our Bible passage says, doesn't it, that sin reigned, okay? So sin is king uh, over here. And we find, all of us find, that there's, well, we're stuck over here, aren't we? We're stuck over here. There's no way out. There's no way for us to get out. Where are you? That's the question, isn't it? Where are you? The answer is we're all over here. And we're all stuck over here. It's a problem, isn't it? And you know, the story of the Old Testament uh, is this, isn't it? Um, If I could have Abraham and David and Moses, um, that would be great. Uh, Thank you. You can come forward now. We've got Abraham first. So that's the Bible order. (laughs) So this is Abraham. You can hold that one up. So you go and stand over here, look, because you're first in line. And then we've got Moses. You go there logically and historically. And there's King David. King David. Shall we put a crown on him? We put a crown on him. There we are. There we are. That's the story of the Old Testament, isn't it? See, Abraham was a great man of faith. Don't get me wrong. He was a great man of faith. But you know what? Abraham can't get you out of there. Can't do it. Moses was a great leader, wasn't he? A great leader of God's people. And he brought the law. And the law shows us That when we sin, we've not just got something a bit wrong, but we've broken God's commands. So Moses can't get us out of there. We're still stuck over there. Uh, And then King David uh, came along, my personal favourite. And, um, (laughs) and, you know, he was a great king, wasn't he? He was a fantastic, one of the best, one of the best kings. But he failed and King David can't get you out of there. We're stuck over there. And you know, the story of the Old Testament is we're just waiting, aren't we? We're just, we're just waiting for, for the one to come. That's what uh, the passage says in verse 14. Is it? Oh, come on, Nathan, yeah, you can hold that. Look. We're waiting. You can stand up. Just stand sort of bob around in the, in the waiting zone. You're in the waiting room, right? So uh, we're just, that's it. The story of the Old Testament is we're waiting waiting run the clock down we're waiting aren't we that tumbleweed we're waiting for the one to come so who's the one to come kids we've got any kids left i have to be in that oh we got a few we got a few who's the one to come i'll tell you this is how the song goes oh loving wisdom of our god When all was sin and shame, a second Adam to the fight and to the rescue came. A second Adam. Who's that second Adam? Who are we looking for over here? He's a one man. Go on, Tim. You're one man. There you go. Uh, One man. And who is the second Adam? who the whole of the Old Testament waits for. What's his name in our Bible passage today? Who knows? Kevin Warren knows the answer to this question. What's his name? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Give him his... So you, you come up here. That's it. It's Jesus, isn't it? Jesus 
is the one to come. He's the one. He's the only one. He's king as well. Yeah, we're really? going, oh, you do, yeah. And he's the only one who can get us out of here. He's the only one. Abraham couldn't do it. Moses couldn't do it. King David couldn't do it. We're waiting for Jesus Christ. He's the only one who can get us out of here. And how did he do it? Well, it's another one, isn't it? Did anyone notice the other one in our passage? It was one righteous act. John Moody. <laughs> you look righteous. There you go. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was one righteous act, wasn't it? What, um, sorry, I'm all over the place this morning. I'm here, there, and everywhere. But I said everyone would be up by the end, didn't I? What's the one righteous act? It's that, isn't it? Jesus lived a righteous life, a perfect life. But the one righteous act is when he died on the cross for us. Uh, Philippians 2 says, doesn't it, that Jesus went to death, that he was obedient to death, even death on a cross. It was his righteous act to die in our place, taking our sin on himself. That's what Jesus did for us, and that means that we can have uh, grace. Go on, Abby. Uh, Go on, yeah, go on. Yeah, your grace, all right. Um, So uh, we can experience God's grace. Jesus has taken our sin on himself at the cross. Jesus has taken the punishment for our sin on the cross and we experience now God's grace. And our passage talks about God's abundant provision of grace in Jesus. Now, I want you to hold this piece of paper if you are someone who is in Jesus. So if that's you and you want to come up the front... And you say, yeah, I'm someone who's in Jesus. I'm not in Adam anymore. I've been rescued out of Adam and I'm now in Jesus. Put your hand up and you can hold this. Becca, yeah? No? You, you got, yeah, I thought you put your hand up. It was like a... Oh, no one put the hand up. Oh, I see. Right, well, she's just sleeping on the floor or something, is she? So she's in Jesus. Anyone else? Is in Jesus. You're in Jesus? Yeah, good. Ideal. Um, ideal. <laughs> Any, anyone kind of works, doesn't it? You know. Uh, anyone else uh, in, in Jesus? Yeah, Sandra, come on down. Come on down. You are in Jesus. And that means you're forgiven, right? Who's forgiven? Anyone know that? Judge, you know what it means to be forgiven, don't you? That's your experience. We've been forgiven. How has that happened? Well, we've been made right with God. We've seen this in Romans, haven't we? Who's been made right with God here? Come on, someone's been made right. Alice has been made right with God through Jesus. Not through anything she's done, anything she has or is, but purely through the grace of Jesus. And that means that Alice and all those other people and many millions others can have eternal life. Who's, you've not got it yet. You're not there yet, but yeah, one day. That's right, isn't it? And over here, as you can see, Kevin Warren's doing a fantastic job, isn't he? But he is king. He is king. Yeah, can you manage two at the same time? He is king. You know, the only question is how, isn't it? How do I get from there to here? That's the only question that matters. Where are you? Is the most important question that anyone can ever ask you. Where are you? How do I get from there to here? And we've seen it in Romans all the way through, haven't we? The answer is simple trust in Jesus. Faith in Jesus. I put my trust in him. I turn away from my sin. 
I still continue to sin. That's a problem for me, but I turn away from sin called repentance and I turn to Jesus and put my simple trust in him. It's not about anything I do. It's not about what I do. It's not about who I am. It's not about my background. It's not about what church I've gone to or not at all. It's not about being religious or not religious or anything else, but purely resting, trusting in Jesus. And that's how you get from there to here. So the obvious question is, have you? Have you? Have you moved from there to here? And it's wonderful if you are here, all of these things are true of you, aren't you? Everything we've said, forgiven, made right with God, eternal life. The most important question you can ask or anyone can ask of you is, where are you? And you know, Jesus is in the business of taking people who are there and bringing them here. Is that good news? It's good news. Should we get everyone sat down now? Well done, everyone. Can we give him a round of applause? Thank you. Take a seat. Just pop him on there. That would be lovely. Thank you. Father in heaven, we thank you for the one man, Jesus Christ, our great champion, our great king, our great hero. Father, we thank you that he came for us Father, we were lost and stuck in Adam, but you have made us in Christ. And so all his merits are ours, clothed in righteousness divine. And Father, we thank you for the benefits of our salvation. And Father, we pray that we would radiate these truths, Father, that our hearts would be full of what you have done for us and that we would be quick to live in a way which fits with that and quick to speak in a way that speaks of all that you've done. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.